0: Welcome to the Rich, Fit & Happy Podcast. I'm Crystal O'Connor, where we want to take you from drab to fab in this beautiful life. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Okay, so if I haven't already said, I'm going to do a series of podcasts with regular guest, Marie Hoyk. She talks about menopause. She's at menopausemoxie.com and she is a clinical hormone expert. She's been working with women and with hormones and men too for over 20 years. And she knows so much that it's just fascinating. And she goes deep on this topic and it can change your life So today, I showed her a TikTok that was stitched of me. If you don't watch or play around with TikTok, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But I made a TikTok and someone stitched it, meaning they had a rebuttal to what I was saying. And this woman was so angry at me for saying something as simple as estrogen helps you like men and be nicer. She didn't (laughs) like me saying that. Her rebuttal was so gross and mean, and angry, and most of it was towards men in general. She called them vile. She used the F word several times. She said some pretty disgusting things, but I don't think she was aware at all of just how disgusting she sounded. So I was showing Marie that, and we were just talking about it. And then Marie explained what she's going to explain now and what the lack of estrogen can actually do to your mental state and how you can find men repulsive. That's not good when you're married. It's not good.
1: Hey, Crystal. Yeah, we do have some very interesting conversations. And that response that you got from TikTok is pretty normal for women who don't have estrogen. In fact, that's pretty common in women who have been without estrogen for a while. So women actually typically when the FSH gets high and the longer a woman goes without estrogen, the higher the FSH gets. So a woman can be without estrogen and not be bitter, but as that FSH creeps up, then women tend to get very bitter and angry. They really don't like men, and it's supposed to be that way, as we were talking before coming on here about it, but it's designed that way on purpose. So when women have plenty of estrogen, it softens who they are, and it allows them to send out sexual and just positive pheromonal exchanges to the opposite sex. And it's typically reciprocated by men with higher levels of testosterone. So the higher the estrogen in the woman, the more testosterone sound men that they're drawn to. And so there's a chemical reaction and that chemical exchange that hormones allow women to, to be able to do with men. And when women lose estrogen, that pheromonal exchange declines. And not only does it decline, it can swing back to the other opposite end of the pendulum where women will just be more repulsed at the thought of sex, where they don't even want to want to have sex.
0: Yeah. So this woman seemed to like being in that state of anger and she was trying to convince others. And it reminded me of the reason I did my video in the first place. And that was that there is a TikTok video that gets in front of me and I'm not even following her. So I don't know how. But she's got a ton of followers, and she is just one man-hating video after another. And she's super condescending, and she does seem to be repulsed by men. And so a man had asked her, you know, and she put the little comment, you're able to put people's questions and comments on her video, and she had a rebuttal to that. And the question from the man was, do all women at a certain age just stop wanting to have sex? And she says, yes. Let me explain why. And she had all these reasons why she doesn't want sex anymore. And they had nothing to do with estrogen and everything to do with the men and how she's just fed up. She's fed up. She doesn't have time for them. And she has better things to do than to be with them. They both threw out a lot of blanket statements. What they'll do is they'll pick one or two men that they've had bad experiences with and act like those are all men. It's almost like they're enjoying the bitter of it.
1: They're enjoying it. Well, there's a very large sisterhood of men hating women, but I can tell you that if you give any one of these women estrogen, it would change how they viewed men in a very short period of time. Estrogen softens women and how they see other people and how they see themselves in this world. So when women feel better about themselves and when they have their own libido and they feel young and have a sex drive and they're sending out a pheromonal exchange of being open for sexual activity, it just changes a woman's life. And like I mentioned, the longer a woman goes without estrogen, the more they get repulsed by sex and the more they despise men. And it's supposed to be that way. It's instinctual. And like I mentioned before, it's instinctual in a way that women are supposed to detach from their loved ones and not be in the reproductive game, so to speak. And estrogen dictates where a woman is in that process in her reproductive life span. And so estrogen, when it's deficient, allows allows, it doesn't allow, it It makes women repulsed and they don't want to interact with people. It keeps women from emotionally connecting with their children and with loved ones to the point where they will get detached from them and become socially isolated to where they've just hissed everybody out of their lives. And then they're lonely. They blame everybody else. But I'm not joking when I say that you give these women estrogen and it changes them just within minutes. Minutes. I mean, it's mind blowing. <laughs> was not have you posted that video have you reposted is that on your page can people go there and see that because I have to tell you that video was probably one of the harshest ones that I've heard in a long time.
0: So it's not on my page, but I was notified. So it's out there, it's on her page, but it starts oh, it starts out with me. So part of it is me sharing my thoughts and sharing- Can you you put that
1: link somewhere so we can share it? I think men don't really understand what's going on. And even kids don't understand what's going on with their mothers as they're aging. It's like, what happened to you? It's like, you're not even the same person. What's going on? And this is a part that really frustrates me when I know about estrogen and what it can do for a woman. And these women that are just left deficient, they live miserable, lonely lives. Not only that, they're dealing with the other side effects that estrogen deficiency brings. You know, Brain fog, the decline in executive function, lack of comprehension, insomnia, muscle atrophy, weight gain, inability to lose weight, joint pain, you know, the vagina dries up, it shrivels up into the vaginal abyss. I mean, it's a horrible way to live. I mean, a woman dries up from head to toe, her eyes, her mouth, her ears, her skin, her hair, her nails, her tissues. I mean, her brain her brain and body are in a state of living decay. I mean, you hear me talking about the living yes, decay. Yeah,
0: basically what you've explained sounds like it's just like a one slow death once you're out of estrogen. And we're talking about estradiol, which comes from the ovaries because the other estrogens, some of your body makes, but it's weaker estrogen, right? Well, I mean, estrogens made it different throughout the body, but
1: mostly from the ovaries. And then your gut is also responsible for some estrogen production, but the bulk amount of what women produce is in their ovaries. And by then once those ovaries shrivel up like raisins, there is no more production. And that's a signal that get sent to the brain that the woman is no longer in a reproductive prime and that her job now is to make way for the next generation so the brain and body begin to deteriorate. So the goal and and how I work and what I like to help women do as a clinical hormone coach is to prevent this decline from ever happening and to start hormone replacement therapy at the beginning of the decline. And you're saying
0: something that nobody else is saying, and that is that it can be prevented.
1: Yeah, and a lot of women say, oh, you can't do that, and how can you say that? Kind of blew my mind when you first told me. However, I didn't say that. I got excited. I was like, yeah, I want on that boat. Well, a lot of women who say, why would I want to prevent menopause? I want to get rid of this period. Or why would I want to get my period back? A lot of people don't really understand that the functionality of the menstrual cycle is a direct reflection on a woman's overall estrogen levels. And so when a woman has menstrual disorder, no matter how old she is, PMS, PMDD, those types of things are caused by estrogen deficiency. And I say caused by because they don't exist in women when you restore estrogen to certain levels. And a woman does not have to be old to be estrogen deficient. One of the largest groups of people right now that are contacting me for help are women in their 20s that are not really making it into their reproductive prime. You know, they still haven't developed all of their secondary sex characteristics. People think that menopause is about old women and women can go into menopause at any age. Yeah, because the pill actually puts them into a menopause state. Am I right? A chemical menopause. And most women really have no idea. They've never lived one day of their lives with adequate estrogen running through their blood. And so they have no idea how good they can feel. They've just been robbed of estrogen from the get-go. And they're told estrogen causes cancer and then doctors are afraid to prescribe it because they're not taught how to, to keep them from doing so.
0: Can we talk about an interesting book called Feminine Forever that's almost impossible to find now?
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite
0: books ever written, ever written. It's hard to get a copy of. I discovered that book at the
1: same time I was discovering the menopause prevention from a clinical perspective and for myself. And so what was happening with me working in a hormone clinic with patients, starting my own research on this because I couldn't believe what I was witnessing in the clinic and I couldn't understand why this wasn't first line therapy. But when I discovered this book, I couldn't believe what I was reading because this was something we were discovering in the hormone clinic mm-hmm. so something that a doctor discovered many 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 years ago who was told to stop talking because he was saying you know if we this is about the time they were coming out with the first mental health manual the first dsm manual mm-hmm. and dr robert wilson feminine forever he said well hold on a second you don't need a dsm manual if you just restore estrogen the mental illness goes away in women if you restore estrogen and uh, you know they pretty much told him to shut up because he went into some sort of a contractual agreement with, I believe it was Wyeth Pharmaceutical. They were trying to sell the Premarin and Prempro, and they wanted to use his studies that he had done on treating patients with high-dose estrogen therapy and they wanted to use his studies for Premarin, he says, hold on a second. Those studies are on higher dose estrogen, not on the lower dose estrogen. And they pretty much told him to be quiet and wouldn't publish his book anymore. Closed his practice in Manhattan and pulled all of the studies out of the National Library of Medicine. So you don't have access to the data that some of these doctors were mm-hmm. able to figure out with menopause prevention. And the thing about the Feminine Forever book, he talks about his clinical experience with patients using high-dose mm-hmm. estrogen. So he can say, well, hold, you know, that's why he can say, well, my patients, they have these conditions before I give them estrogen. And then once I get estrogen up to a certain level, these conditions no longer exist. And most of those are mental illness diagnoses. Wow. And so that really intrigued me with this, mm-hmm. mostly because of my own personal experience.
0: When I read it, it's not formatted, so it was just a little hard to read, but still I, I was just fascinated by it. And it-, it gave me so much hope. Like, wow. And this book is so old and yet it's been hidden. That is an injustice. When I found this book, I was so excited
1: when I was reading this book. It was about 11 o'clock at night and I called one of the doctors I work with in the clinic. I said, you're not gonna believe this, but somebody else has figured this out before us. This was one of the protocols I wanted to try. Cause as you know, we've talked about, I've tried every type of HRT on the market, high dose, low dose. I've pushed the boundaries of all the HRT systems to see for myself. How these hormones work, and I had not done this one yet, and so I was excited. And so, that one of the doctors I was working with, I'm like, please, I said, let's do this. And so we did. It's actually now the protocol that we use, kind of a little varied, but it's one of the best protocols for getting women enough estrogen, and that's the trick: is getting a protocol that will allow estrogen to get into the bloodstream at To optimal levels and sustain it there. So, yeah, that's a really good book. If you can get your hands on a copy, your listeners will learn that menopause is indeed preventable. And the best time to start preventing it is when a woman is finished having babies. So, the best time to get on a physiological protocol, which means that you can dose hormones in a way that you mimic a regular healthy menstrual cycle month after month without incident. A lot of women get nervous about, oh, having a period without the side effects. A menstrual cycle should be incident free. It should just be a mere inconvenience of changing out your sanitary products. But most women don't. So they freak out. It's like, oh no, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. It's like, well, no, you actually haven't had enough estrogen to feel what it's like to have an incident free period. Mm -hmm. You will feel better all the way around. Like most of my clients, their biggest complaint is I started my period and I wasn't ready. And I said, What do you mean you weren't ready? I mean, you knew when you were taking your progesterone. I know, but I usually get such horrible PMS symptoms that everybody knows when I've read right before. But <laughs> I just really don't, I didn't even know. I mean, I I know beyond by the calendar, but I just wasn't expecting to have it just be here. And that's what it's supposed to be like. That's what it's
0: supposed to be like. And I've only had a few of those in my life. Yeah, most women have it's
1: rare. It's it's really rare. So
0: and this book basically had me sitting on the edge of my seat. I couldn't put it down. It basically was talking about the prevention of menopause. And of course, you can't continue to ovulate and have babies. That's not what he's saying. But he's saying that you can basically stop aging in a big way or or slow it down. The speed at which you do age with the lack of estrogen is sad. And it breaks apart relationships, which kind of where I wanted to take this anyway, but you know, for someone that's married and they want to continue to have that relationship, connection, sex, this changes the game. It's just a game changer. It is
1: because when you restore and maintain estrogen in the optimal range, The brain is under the impression that a woman is in a different stage of her reproductive life. And so if estrogen is maintained in the 350 to 550 range, then the brain of the woman is under the impression she's in a reproductive prime. And the brain and body do not age and deteriorate in the same manner than if the woman didn't have estrogen. So low estrogen, because as you know, the hormones are messengers. And so that level sends the message to the brain that I'm in my prime and I'm healthy and my job is to reproduce, even though a woman is not able to, she can't, she doesn't produce more eggs. And the same thing holds true when a woman is in her later reproductive life stage. So the low estrogen, let's just say an estrogen level of even 50, well, that sends the message to the brain that a woman is in a particular different life stage. And so the brain says, okay, I'm old. And then so the body deteriorates and declines according to that level. And how the reversal comes in is when you do restore estrogen in women in, in stages stage one, two postmenopause, you can do a reversal with this for most women pretty easily, where you can reverse that where a woman is in her life reproductive life stage so that her messaging now changes in her brain and body. So there is some reversal. But the goal is to not get into that decline at all with the brain and the body. Because you really don't want the brain to decline and to deteriorate. You really want that mental function. Yeah, you're just
0: one step closer to disease. And here's the thing, you know, I was listening to someone talk about dementia and how expensive it is. It's so stressful to the family to watch and someone's got to keep their eye on that person. And like I mentioned, I have an aunt that's 67. She's not blood related, but you know, her husband, my uncle passed away in a car accident. So she's all alone and her kids are scattered across and they're worried about her. I'm worried about her because she's across the country with me. She has to have a nurse watch her at all time and she likes to go for walks. Well, she can't anymore. She can't even go for walks because she'll get lost. This is so stressful and painful to watch and be a part of, and it's unnecessary.
1: Do you notice the increase of immature, girl-like, childlike behavior that happens with old women?
0: Yes and no. She's such a sweetheart that any child-like actually is just cute. And to be a reversal with the brain, when women
1: lose their brain, when their brain is starting to shrivel up, they become more childlike, they don't have their wits about them to make decisions and they kind of go into this deteriorating mode of needing to be taken care of.
0: She had lost a lot of weight very suddenly. And when she told me, I thought to myself, that's impossible. But apparently she did lose a lot because she wasn't eating hardly anything. So it's affecting everything. And I think she forgets to eat.
1: Yeah, I don't think people really understand the impact estrogen has on the brain of a woman. It Mm -hmm. really tells her, her estrogen levels really tell her to live or die you know, every thought, every function is dependent upon estrogen. I can't even stress that enough. And so most women don't realize that they have been kept from estrogen. You have to be old to be in menopause. I mean, there are some young women that just have irregular menstrual cycles and they go into premature menopause and their doctors put them on psychotropic drugs. And they don't really look at, you know, why are your ovaries shutting down? Or this is normal. It doesn't have to be. We actually have more control over how we age and decline now than we ever have, especially with if we learn to use estrogen and progesterone in a way that we can restore it so that women's brains and bodies can be maintained in a place where it sends the signaling that she's in her reproductive prime, that she's healthy. And what happens when that's the case is the body rebuilds itself. It tries to mimic that. So weight comes off, cravings go away, anxiety goes away because the brain isn't under stress. Estrogen calms the brain more than anything. I can't emphasize estrogen in the brain enough.
0: They say that, I can't remember what the stats were, but there's so many women on an antidepressant. We all act like it's normal. It's not.
1: Yeah. And that's my history. As people can read in my about page, I was one appointment away from shock therapy. I had been diagnosed at a young age with severe clinical depression. I was told I'd be depressed for the rest of my life and I would be on psychotropic drugs. And I thank God I didn't go and get that shock therapy. I got on estrogen instead, and it was life-changing. I mean, I'm 58 and I, I will never go into menopause in my lifetime. I mean, it's just my brain and body will not go into that place. I will still age, but not in the same manner as an estrogen deficient woman my age. We have two completely different experiences of life. And I can't imagine being without estrogen again. I just really can't. In fact, that's probably the one fear I have is to not have access to it. That would be a life changer for me. You and I have talked about suicide before and hormones and how people feel when they don't have hormones. And I will have a show coming up on that, but that's estrogen is a suicide preventer. For women and testosterone is a suicide preventer for men. And I think if more people knew about the impact of our main sex hormones and it's in their influence on our mental health, I think people would get very angry at the fact that it's so simple to address mental illness for the majority of people, not all. I'm not saying this fixes all, but most people benefit significantly to varying degrees, depending on their overall health, when you restore main sex hormones in both men and women.
0: I love it. Okay. We're going to talk more about this in the upcoming episodes. And I know that Marie has got to get going because you've got an appointment. You're at the office right now. So you've got a patient coming in, but thanks for listening. Everyone look in the show notes to see where you can find her. And we're going to have a webinar for those of you that are in the health and wellness industry, and you want to help your patients or your clients more lose weight. We're going to talk about weight loss in an upcoming episode, but we're we're holding a webinar next Thursday, the 6th. Just look in the show notes. The link will be there. And that website is hormonecoachmasterclass.com if you want to sign up. And we're going to go deep. She's going to go deep into how health coaches can help their patients or clients. Thank you, Marie. Bye-bye. Nice to see you, Crystal. We'll see you soon.